And as Madison and Jonas are constantly um, dealing with very difficult situations, they do in this story, you know, have to delve into their faith and doubts. And I mean, just all the things that we do, but to me, it's kind of amplified because, you know, they're going through such life and death crises all the time. And I think it's a good, it's just kind of a good um, setting to discuss some of those questions that I think we all ask, you know, why does God allow pain? You know, why, why are we having to go through this? We'll talk about this and much more today. Welcome to a Writer's Day podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. My name is Ruth Douthit, and I'm an award-winning author of books for middle grade readers. And I just released my first romantic comedy, The Fine Art of Love, available on Amazon today. And I'm excited to announce that my YA book I released last fall, The Road to Home, is a 2022 Christian Indie Award finalist in the YA category. Yay, I'm so excited. The winners will be announced on May 1st, so keep your fingers crossed for me. And to learn more about me and my books, please go to my website at artbyruth.com, where you can sign up for my newsletter and be the first to hear about upcoming book releases and to participate in book giveaways. That's right, I give away my books plus another book. So sometimes you can win two books just by signing up for my newsletter. And if you like what you hear today, please follow me on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe to my YouTube channel so that you can be alerted to upcoming podcast episodes. Thank you so much for your support and for listening today. She is the USA Today bestselling author, a Christie Award winner, and the winner of the best inspirational suspense novel from Romantic Times for her novels Blood Covenant and Vendetta. Lisa Harris is the author of more than 40 books. Wow. And I am honored to have her on my podcast today because she is one busy woman going back and forth between Africa and the United States. So what an honor it is that she took time out of her busy schedule to talk with me about her new book, The Catch, and her writing journey. So you know the drill. Grab your favorite beverage, a comfortable chair, kick back and relax, we listen to USA Today bestselling author, Lisa Harris. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. I really appreciate it. I know you have a choice as to which podcast to listen to. So I'm really honored that you chose a Writer's Day podcast today. And you're in for a treat because we are going to listen to bestselling author Lisa Harris talk about her newest book. So welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So I usually begin by having you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into this fascinating book called The Catch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm actually living between two continents right now. So um, as of this recording, I'm in Africa. Um, but actually, when we set this up, I was back in the States. 
So um, I'm, I'm back in the States taking care of my mother, um, but we also live overseas as missionaries here in Mozambique. So COVID kind of added a little twist to life and we're still kind of trying to figure all that out. Wow, that does sound like quite a chore going back and forth. What part of the States? Um, I have been in Tulsa. Okay, great. And how long have you been missionaries? 17 years, it says in the press release? Yeah, something like that. I'm just trying to remember, like back in, I think, 2004. So I think we're actually coming up on 18. Yeah. Wow. Time and goes by fast. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you get into writing then? Well, I actually was writing before we moved overseas. I'd always wanted to and just never had time. But when we adopted my oldest, he he was a really good baby. I mean, he was like the perfect baby. Aww. And I was at home, didn't have a car. And I decided, okay, I'm going to write a book. And so that's what I did. And I've just never stopped. And that was 25 years ago. Wow. Did you write or want to be a writer when you were little? I, I really always have. Um, my mom tells stories of me dictating, you know, storylines to her, which I don't really remember, but I do have handwritten um, pages of different books that I had started from junior high. And then I just kind of let it go. It just didn't seem important, but it was always in the back of my mind. Oh, that's neat. So when was it that you decided to, hey, I'm going to like, you know, send in a manuscript or did you try and, and query agents first? And that's how you started by getting an agent first? I did. Well, I started doing like devotionals mm. and some short stories and then I tried to get it. Well, I think I probably sent out my own stuff. It took probably at least six years before I was published. Wow. So I did get an agent back then. It was so different. You know, you, you would get this book, big manual on who to send things to, and then you'd have to mail off your proposal. And then you just waited for months and months and months. Mm -hmm. And you had to turn, you know, send your self-addressed envelope so they could reply to you. So it, it was just a waiting game. Oh, it was just a waiting game and very different from today. I remember my first book in 2008, I made 17 copies and sent out 17 copies out to seven different uh, agencies. Yeah. And I remember that you had to include a self-address <laughs> envelope and exactly. Fingers exactly. Crossed. <laughs> it was just so stressful. I don't know. I don't know. It was just so different. Yeah, it really was. a difficult So it, it took me quite a while to get published. And then I just slowly started selling things and um, yeah. So I started then writing for Ravel, which they're the ones that published this book. And I think this is like my, I don't know how many books I've written with them, maybe about 10. Yeah. Wow. So fantastic. Been doing this a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what made you want to write this genre that you're writing in? I think it's because I just, this is what I like to read. Um, I kind of grew up reading like a Nancy Drew mysteries and Victoria Holt Gothic novels. And, um, I just, I love the, I like the romance side, but I really like the suspense. And so mine was much, were always much more heavily toward the suspense side than the romance side. And, um, so I think because that's what I like to read, I just started writing those kinds of books. 
That's yeah, I hear that a lot from different authors. Um, and that that totally makes sense because you want to take the reader on this journey that you love going on. So why not take them on a similar journey, right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Well, so tell us about The Catch, this new book coming out. I know. I'm so excited. Um, it's actually book three in a series. And so each each book in the series is standalone, but they also include an overarching kind of theme. One of the themes is the romance between Madison and Jonas. And the other overarching storyline is Madison actually lost her husband several years previous to this story. He was murdered and she's trying to find out what happened. And so it was fun to write the individual storylines of a U.S. Marshal case, but it was also fun and challenging to keep up that storyline. And so The Catch is the final book in the series and will kind of wrap up um, not only the case, but also um, what happens in their romance and what happened to her husband. Hmm. How did the research go for writing about U.S. Marshals? How did that go about? Well, you know, I wanted to do something different or at least something that I didn't know a lot about. And um, so I started looking into U.S. Marshals. And I think, you know, everybody probably has seen The Fugitive and they think of things like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I was kind of amazed at how, how much further their job um, goes. I mean, how long they've been, they've been around over 200 years. They were kind of the first law enforcement arm of the government. Um, and they just do so many very interesting and different things. I read, a, you know, a, a book by a, a nonfiction book by a previous um, deputy U.S. Marshal and just all kinds of, yeah, anywhere I could learn more about what they do. And, and I just found it very fascinating. And to the best of my ability, included all of that in, in, in this series. So uh, this is this requires you to write about the witness protection program, though. How did that go researching that component of the U.S. Marshals? Yeah, that is actually a small part of this last book. And again, I just, you know, read books. I I even was in contact with um, kind of a a contact of a contact who was able to answer (laughs) one of my questions. (laughs) Um, So, so yeah, lots of research and and then lots of just, um, you know, trying to make it work with, with my story. And yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. It was something different that I really enjoyed. Yeah. I've never read about that. So it's, I'm looking forward to reading this book because i you know, like you said, you think you know everything about the U.S. Marshals and the Witness Protection Program, but you, uh, when you start to research things and read about it, you find out you didn't really know all that much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I'm sure there's still a lot of things, obviously, that I don't know because, you know, there's all these things that they just keep quiet, but it, it still was very fast. It was very fascinating. One of the things is from this book I read is how the U.S. Marshals are so creative mm-hmm. and some of the things that they did to capture fugitives, because one of the things they do is go after fugitives and um, just funny things like sending out an invitation to some big football game and all these criminals show up and were arrested. I mean, just oh. these really out of the box things you go, 
wow, that is so, it was just funny and humorous and interesting. I don't know if they're quite so out of the box as they used to be (laughs) able to do some of those things, but I I was really fascinated just by some of the stories of how they would go about, you know, tracking down these fugitives. Cause some, you know, some I'm sure are smart, but some of them not so much. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't sound like it. They're kind of betting on that, that criminals aren't so smart. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So you mentioned that these are standalone books, but they're also part of the series. And so you mentioned that the romance is kind of like the connection, but do you prefer novels that center on these different characters or, you know, making the one character appear in the other book or like maybe like the whole universe, like a town is the connection instead? Well, I've definitely done both. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, I've done series where it's like maybe a family. And so, you, you know, you settle on each brother or, you know, whatever. I, I really do like, like doing it this way. And I did my Nikki Boyd file series this way too, is just, it gives you more time to explore um, relationships and um, kind of allows you to do more, a slower romance over a period of time. And um, I just find that you know, very, it's kind of like, instead of just one book and it's over, you get to kind of dig deeper into their lives through several books. I like that too, because, you know, readers fall in love with the characters in the story. And it is sad when a book ends and you think, oh, that's it. (laughs) So you're kind of giving (laughs) them some hope. Yeah. 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 So what are some of the, what are some of like the Christian themes that run through your stories that that might give your readers hope? Well, I, you know, with most of my stories, obviously, because they're suspense thriller books, there's a lot of tragedy involved. And um, I, you know what, it's, it seems so true. Whenever we're faced with tragedy, we have to really um, evaluate, you know, I guess our faith. And um, it really gives an opportunity for the characters to dig deeper and to, you know, ask these questions of, you know, of pain and loss. And, and as they deal with those, you know, they ask these questions, is God, you know, is he, is he really still there? And as Madison and Jonas are constantly um, dealing with very difficult situations, they do in this story, you know, have to delve into their faith and, um, doubts. And I mean, just all the things that we do, but to me, it's kind of amplified because, you know, they're going through such life and death crises all the time. And I think it's a good, it's just kind of a good, um, setting to discuss some of those questions that I think we all ask, you know, why does God allow pain? You know, why, why are we having to go through this? Obviously in the last couple of years, I think everybody's kind of been hit with something and it's interesting because it's kind of all the same, you know, the same enemy. And I also, with the three books, you know, was really able to kind of just go deeper into that spiritual theme as well. Mm, That's great. Yes. That's definitely something we all have been dealing with these last two years, Um, pain of loss, the difficulty that comes with that. So that's great that you're your readers can still can see that hope that's in there, even though these characters and situations are dire and they're going through some tragedy, they can still see God is there still working. So, you know, he mm-hmm. hasn't exactly. abandoned us, right? Yeah. He hasn't abandoned right. us. Right. Exactly. Right. 
Fantastic. I love that. So what are you working on now? More with these characters? Well, actually, I'm very excited. It's up for pre-order right now. It's called um, Heroes in the Crossfire. And that is, well, that is the title of the novella collection that I'm doing with Lynette Eason and Lynn Blackburn and Elizabeth Goddard. And my story is called um, Point Blank. And it's actually when Jonas and Madison met. So it's in the past, actually, and it's set right after her husband um, is killed. And it hooks up with Nikki Boyd from the Nikki Boyd series that I did and several of the characters from that series. So that I've just finished that it's um, up for pre-order and I think it's coming out um, June 1st. And so that's just been really fun to kind of not only go back and revisit Nikki Boyd and some of those characters, but to have it cross over with another series. And I know authors kind of do that, but I've never done that before. So I found it really fun. Oh, and that's great when writing can be fun. Yay. And it's not just work, right? (laughs) (laughs) I try to try to keep it fun, try to do things that I love. (laughs) Absolutely. That's great. I could hear it in your voice too. when you were talking about it, I could tell that you're excited. That's great. Yeah. 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 It was really a fun thing. Oh, good. And I've interviewed uh, Lynette. I've interviewed Lynn. And so now I've interviewed you. Now I'm going to have to get with Elizabeth and interview her. (laughs) Definitely. And then it'll be complete. Yeah. It'll be all complete. Exactly. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's been a fun project. Well, so lastly, uh, imagine you have a writer in front of you who is a little disillusioned and struggling because maybe that first book sent out didn't get, you know, sold and there, no contract was signed. So, mm-hmm. and a lot of authors right now are in that situation. So what advice would you have to give to this author who might be struggling right now? I would say you've just got to keep writing. I definitely went through dry spots in my career and, you know, I just kept writing. Um, And I mean, the more you write, the more you learn, the more you connect with other writers. I mean, there's so many resources out today and those relationships with other writers and are just so encouraging. There's conferences. So, I mean, Definitely the number one thing is just keep writing, but also get engaged with other writers groups, you know, just whatever fits your schedule and whatever's around, um, you know, in your town, maybe there's a writers groups Um, and all of those things have been such huge, you know, kind of stepping stones in my career and friends that I have had for 20 plus years, you know, that are lifetime friends. And that is, you know, it's a journey. It's a journey. And so just just keep going. Mm. It's so true. I mean, it can feel so solitary and lonely at times, yes. but yes. it doesn't have to be that way. If you reach out to others. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it takes a yeah, little bit of humility. Definitely. Yeah. It takes some humility <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. to reach out and admit oh, the, that you yeah. might need some help. <laughs> I mean, the first writers group that I went to and I took something and I never told anybody for a long time. I was just so not embarrassed, but just so, you know, I was just so self-conscious about it. 
and they and they told me to go home and rewrite it and of course i thought it was so good and i was like what but it really made me realize you know it's so it's okay you know we it's a it's a learning process it's a journey and um, you just have to keep moving forward and, and i'm still learning as a writer and i've been doing this 25 years well that makes me feel better <laughs> <laughs> If you, a best-selling author, are still learning, well, then that that's okay then if I'm still learning. And if you're out there listening and you're still learning, it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, and I think I think we have to continue. I mean, I hope that I hope that I'm always learning. I hope that I'm always trying to make the next book better. You know, I that's just kind of that's me and what I just don't want to ever forget that. I don't want to ever think I've arrived because I haven't. <laughs> That's so true. And other authors I've interviewed have said the same thing. Always be willing to improve in the craft. Don't ever think that you've mm -hmm. finally arrived because you haven't. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that's so important. Yeah, especially in this business. Yeah, because there's just there's always something to learn. Well, thank you so much, Lisa Harris, for joining me today to talk about your fascinating book, The Catch and your you know, writing career and for those words of encouragement for someone out there who might be struggling. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been nice chatting. Wow, wasn't that great listening to Lisa Harris, the USA Today best-selling author and Christie Award winner, talk to us about her new book, The Catch, and her writing journey. So inspirational. Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it, and I hope that you have been encouraged to keep going forward on this writing journey, one step at a time. And until next time, God bless. <music>